Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Are you looking to wager on all the big games in sports? Well, man, do I have awesome news for you. Our partners at Bet Online they continue to get it done as the number one online resource for all your sports information from live in-game betting, props and futures, MLB to the NFL and everything in between. And all you have to do is head on over to Bet Online today or use your mobile device to join and make your first sports bet. Use our promo code BELIEVE50, that's B-L-E-A-V-50, BELIEVE50, to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet Online, it's where the game starts. MyHotTub.com is a global leader in the hot tub industry with over 25 years of experience. Their hot tubs are built in the United States with the highest standards of quality control, an extensive warranty, and customer service representatives available seven days a week. They offer free shipping to your home with factory direct pricing and incredible financing plans. Visit online at MyHotTub.com or stop in Destiny USA today. MyHotTub.com. Whether online or in person, you better hurry because these spas won't last. What's going on, everybody? Paul Bissonette here from the Spit and Chicklets podcast and now the TNT broadcast. I just want to give everybody a shout out and make sure you tune in to the ML Sports Platter. The ML Sports Platter back with you all over the major platforms. Download, subscribe, rate, and review. We are brought to you by our terrific friends over at the Allen Angus Pub, Brewerton Ace Hardware, and... Our good, good pals over at Camillus Golf Club. Make sure you go get your 2023 membership today at Camillus Golf Club. CamillusHillsGolfClub.com. Still a couple of months left to play. If you're in and around central New York and traveling uh, around the great state of New York, uh, you, you golfers love to travel. Make sure you uh, head on over to Camillus and play some golf before the year ends. And, of course, get your membership for next year as well. Tip of the cap, thank you to Friends of the Platter, Daryl Abert, Bob Lindsley, and uh, the Alonzo family, as well as the Swan and Whitaker families, and to our title sponsor, Stanley Law Offices, together they'll work to get you the maximum reward. Well, Syracuse football uh, continues to surprise me. I mean, uh, even though I did pick them going into this game, I had this team pegged at like four and eight. They've already won all the games, you know, that I said that they would win this year. Uh, but they hadn't given me any reason to believe any more in them. Um, and sometimes, you know what, I got to see it to believe it. And right now I'm starting to believe it. I mean, the last two games, you know, Syracuse just kind of found a way to win, right? I mean, different circumstances, different teams, definitely a, a different talent level. Uh, Purdue's offense is spectacular. Aiden O'Connell, Charlie Jones, I mean, they can really put up points. Virginia is decent, but not overwhelming, uh, Purdue, you know, they were down, Syracuse was up 25-15 in that game. He felt pretty good. And then Purdue scores 14 unanswered. Uh, Cuse did get some stops where they needed to, right, on third down on defense. And then, um, you know, uh, that that was during the quarter, a fourth quarter, where, where, where they got some of those stops. Um, you know, and, and then Syracuse gets the ball, two terrible penalties by Purdue, uh, gives Syracuse a big chunk of the field. And voila, right? You've, <laughs> you know, Syracuse throws a little teardrop pass from Schrader to, to Gaston, who's been amazing all year, and they figure out a way to win the game. And the same thing kind of happened with this game against Virginia at the Dome a couple of days ago, right? I mean, this was a Syracuse team that was in firm control 
at halftime at 16 to nothing. However, you thought to yourself, well, wait a minute now. Mm, they should be up by 30. They left a lot out there. Virginia, they score 13 in the third quarter. Syracuse gets a field goal. Now we got a game, right? It's 16 to 16. Um, excuse me, 19 to 16, uh, or 19 to 13, rather. Uh, 19 to 13 orange going into the fourth quarter. Um, Virginia grabs a, a touchdown in the fourth. And you're like starting to think again, like, what the hell, man? Like, you're going to blow a game to Virginia, a team that had to come back and beat Old Dominion that lost by double digits on the road to Illinois. You're going to drop this game to Virginia when we have a chance to go 4 0. And all the thoughts start creeping back, and the fans, they go away from the program again. And by the way, the crowd was really loud, but it wasn't, it wasn't, you know, it wasn't like a packed crowd. I mean, you know, I don't know what it's going to take for people to, 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 and again, I'm not telling you how to spend your money. I say that all the time, but, uh, but I, you know, just once in a while, it'd be, it'd be nice to see, you know, an extra five to 7,000 fans in the dome. Um, you know, but, but this game was, uh, was really a tale of, of two halves. Syracuse up 16, nothing in the first half should have been up by 30. Uh, it was the Andre Schmidt show the entire way. I mean, he hits a field goal in the first two in the second Hits one in the third, and then he hits the game winner. Syracuse with uh, 4:37 uh, in 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 game clock. Um, you know they take it down, uh, and and what has happened for Syracuse this year against both Purdue and against this Virginia team is when they need a play, when they need to score, when they need to do something, they do it right. Like the penalties became a problem again. I mean the penalties in this game. You've got to be kidding me. I mean, I think it was like 170 plus penalties, like 20 plus penalties and 170 plus yards in penalties. I mean, it was just absolutely absurd. Um, but, you know, th- th- this was a game that, you know, it was kind of nip and tuck. It was a tug of war. It was physical. Uh, Sean Tucker couldn't get going for a while. And then all of a sudden, you know, when Syracuse needed some plays, he started to really, you know, get it together. Um you know, and and the O line sometimes doesn't block consistently for him, but he had a couple of nice runs in in the fourth quarter. You know, in, in that drive, um, he he was he was really good catching it. Uh, he had 105 yards from scrimmage, but only 60 on the ground off 21 carries. So I mean, he you know he only averaged 2.9 yards a carry. Um, you know, but he caught five for 45, and that really helped the Orange. Um, you know, in the fourth quarter, he started to wear down the Virginia defense. Um, I thought that the Syracuse defense was outstanding again. I mean, I really, I really thought they were great. I, I know that they missed some coverage plays down the field on occasion and all the rest, but um, boy, this team, this team really, really, really plays defense, man. I mean, they get after it. Uh, they're aggressive. They're ball hawks. Uh, they can play some, some really, really, really sound fundamental football. I mean, they, they, the closing speed. Um, I've been impressed with the D I really have. And it starts with Michael Jones. We know that eight total tackles, eight of them, all eight of them were solo, uh, deuce chestnut five and five, uh, Marlo wax continues to impress five total tackles, two were solo and he had a sack and he was all over the freaking field, man. This guy, the Baltimore native, the sophomore linebacker, He's one of the guys who NFL scouts are looking at. Like I talk to the NFL scouts every time I'm there because I just I love to pick their brain. I love to listen to them talk, and 
you know, they're there to see Garrett Williams. They're there to see Michael Jones. They're there to see Marlo Wax. They're there to see Sean Tucker. And, uh, you know, maybe a couple others. And th- th- this team was, Caleb Okachuku was now getting some looks as well. He had a great, great game. Great game. You could argue that he was the best defensive player for the Qs. Three total tackles. All of them were solo. And he had two sacks as well. Um, you know, Garrett Williams had the pick. Uh, guy just makes plays. And again, Andre Schmidt, five for five for field goals. Tied the record, the school record. Uh, it was done uh, in 83 uh, when five were made. And in his long was a 40. And Syracuse right now is uh, is sitting pretty. I mean, they're 4-0. They're going to rip Wagner this week at the carrier at the uh, uh, JSA wire, JMA Wireless Dome, whatever the hell it's called, and uh, you know th- they should be five and zero, oh. um, and, and and going into uh, an unbelievable contest against NC State at home, in which um, you know if Syracuse were to win that game, uh, I mean NC State's top ten team in the country, you know that is going to be. Uh, I, I, I hope a rock and dome. I again, I say it all the time. I hope, but you know, yet they didn't really sell out once during the McNabb era. So it's like, why would they sell out now, kind of thing? Um, Syracuse did get into the coaches' poll. Um, I was hoping they get into the AP poll. Um, just outside of it, though, they did get 22 votes. Um, Kansas State is in the top 25 after beating Oklahoma. Um, you know, you have Kansas. You have Cincy, Florida, Washington State, and then Syracuse right there with 22. Uh, but Cuse did get into the coaches' poll. They're number 25 in the coaches' poll. And I think that they'll be able to uh, – they got 74 points there. Um, and I think that they'll have a really, really, really strong opportunity. Uh, you know, if they beat Wagner by, you know, a good three, four, five scores, uh, I, I could see, I could see you know, Syracuse squeak into the top 25. But there are some teams that are going to be hard to move out of the you know nineteen twenty to twenty five range in the top twenty five in the AP, right? I mean BYU three and one, Arkansas three and one, Minnesota good team four and zero, Wake Forest three and one, Florida State's off to a nice start at four and zero, Pittsburgh at three and one, Kansas State now with the win over Oklahoma, Adrian Martinez had just an unbelievable game. They're three and one, and uh, you know having a, a real legit shot at a bowl. So. It might be hard to get, uh, you know, a team to move out of the top 25. Obviously, you know, you'd need one or two or three to lose, um, which would open up the door for Syracuse. Uh, but let's see what happens. You know, maybe one team loses um, in the in the 16 to 22 range. Uh, they get bumped down and then Cuse moves in. I mean, there's, there's a, a million ways to do it, but I would love to see Syracuse ranked going into the NC State game, playing at Clemson the week after that. Then they get Notre Dame at Pitt, Florida State at home, at Wake, at BC. The gauntlet really, really, really does arrive after this Wagner game. Let's have a look at the box score uh, from this game a little bit here and kind of dissect. Uh, I looked a little bit at the defense already, but I'm going to you know kind of go offense and then talk a little bit about Virginia. Um, the ML Sports Platter, by the way, is brought to you by Burton Ace Hardware Welch & Company Jewelers, the Syracuse Fitness Store, and our terrific, terrific friends over at the Syracuse Fitness Store, man. If you're looking for the best workout equipment, bikes, ellipticals, uh, pelotons, free weights, workout mats, it's all there at the Syracuse Fitness Store, Erie Boulevard, if you're in and around central New York. Syracuse passing game, you know, Garrett Schrader, it's crazy. He, he has an ability 
if he can just get off the first look and look at the second and learn how to go through his progressions. He's played extremely well this year. It's hard to nitpick. I've said that he's the biggest difference maker for the team so far. But I'd like to see him kind of go through the progressions a little bit more, you know? I mean, he, he looks at the first one, and then it's he takes off. I'd like to see him kind of go through them, you know? However, he did end up 22-33 with 277. He had one INT. It was an ugly one. But you don't see that often. He doesn't throw in traffic that often. Um you know, he didn't have a great running game. Uh, Syracuse only had 75 yards on the ground overall. But when he had to make throws, he made throws. And Aronde Gadsden was definitely the man for the job again, you know, for this Syracuse outfit. Another 100-yard game, seven catches for 107 yards, uh, extended some drives. He Gadsden's really, really good on third down. Um, you know, again, he caught the game winner against Purdue. Uh, he's had a fantastic year. He just really has. And, you know, Syracuse got 5-45 and 45 out of Tucker. Uh, Trevor Pena, 2-for-41. How about that little trickery where they did that little, uh, what was it, a double reverse, and they had Trevor Pena try to throw the ball? I didn't know he had that much of a cannon. I mean, the guy, he, he threw a really tight laser spiral. Um, it was a really nice throw, but uh, was incomplete. Uh, Courtney Jackson, 2-for-28. Devon Cooper, 2-for-27. Damian Alford, 2-for-18. Um, so, you know, the offense, it was not a glorious offensive game. Um, Syracuse up 16, nothing at the half should have been up by a lot more. Um, uh, but again, they found a way to win. And I think that a lot of the past Dino Baber teams would have easily lost this game and they would have easily lost the Purdue game. Now I realize that you kind of have to take the schedule one, you know, segment at a time, one game at a time, and you had to play the first one and win the first one to get to the second and beat UConn. And then the Purdue game was maybe the swing game of the year. They win that game. Now you're 3-0. and Then it's, okay, now you've really got an opportunity to go 5-0, and right? You had to get through Purdue and Virginia to know, okay, Wagner's coming in, boom, beat Wagner 5-0. and And here we go, right? Like maybe Syracuse could be in for a special season here. But we also need to just wait because after the Wagner game, the gauntlet starts and Dino Baber's teams, and I think Dino this year has been a better head coach. I think he's better, been a better game manager. He's been better with timeouts. He maybe got it right. Well, so far he's gotten it right with the coaching staff, finally. Uh, you know, the defense is flying around, and Robert and I is just as creative as all can be as an OC. Um, so, you know, but I need to see this Syracuse team finish. You know, too many times we've seen in November – uh, late October, November, this team completely and utterly falls apart. And I understand that there were injuries in a couple of campaigns. I get that, Eric Dungy among others. But I need to see this team finish. You know, I I, I don't want to see Syracuse go five and zero, and then you know end up at six and six. You know, that would be a, a, just a crusher, a terrible, 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 um, you know, end of the season. This team needs to finish strong, without a doubt, you know. I mean, if, if you go back now, Syracuse is 4-0 for the first time since 2018. Um, you know, that was a year in which they beat Western Michigan on the road. They beat Wagner at home, Florida State at home, UConn at home, lost super close to Clemson. Had they won that game, oh my goodness. Then they lose super close to Pittsburgh. I mean, two just brutal, brutal, brutal losses. So close. I thought they had the game at Clemson. I'm not going to lie to you. Um, but then they beat UNC, NC State, Wake Forest, Louisville, lose to Notre Dame big, then they beat BC. Like, okay, nine, nine wins, Camping World Bowl, sure, 
Sign me up. They win the game. 10-win season. Eric Dungy, amazing. Unbelievable. And, you know, that was the Moneal team, Strickland, Riley, those kind of guys. Um, you know, Custis, um, Harris. I, I, I mean, that was, that was a really good team. But they closed the season. You know, they closed the season. If you go back to it, you know, after they lost those two heartbreakers, they could have easily folded in, you know, and, 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 and just collapsed, but they didn't. And they finished the year, you know, winning six of seven, six of seven, including the bowl. I mean, that, that's, that's finishing, you know, big time. And that's a tremendous, tremendous way to go. 2017, not so much, you know, lost the last five games of the year. They were four and three. They lost the next five. Finished four and eight, two and six in conference. Brutal, you know. So they need to finish. Uh, 2019, same thing. Mid-October to the end of the year. Lost to NC State. Lost to Pitt. Lost to FSU. Lost to BC. Duke beat them. Lose to Louisville. Lose to Wake in OT. Finish five and seven, two and six in conference. That's 2019. Just was an ugly, ugly, ugly situation. 2020, COVID year, same thing. Team plays 11 games. They go one and ten and uh, one and ten overall. One and nine in conference, you know, and they just lost, 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 lost the first two. Beat Georgia Tech. Lost every other game, and it was ugly in a lot of those losses. So let's see this team, okay, finish strong, and you know, go to a bowl and and play some of these teams, play the gauntlet, you know, win some games, and uh, and and make it happen. Um, you know, as far as Virginia goes, um, they're just not really a good team. I don't think, um, they can show, they can show things at, at certain times. I mean, Brandon Armstrong, um, is a hybrid guy, but, but Syracuse pretty much shut him down. I mean, he only had 167 total yards, you know, from scrimmage and, and a touchdown, um, through the air. Um, the running game certainly was better than Syracuse's. They had 149 total yards, 100. Uh, 87 came from Paris Jones with uh, 13 for 87 and a TD. Armstrong 11 for 29. Hollins 2 for 22. Didn't see a lot of Xavier Brown. I was shocked by that. And then uh, the receiver got in the act with two carries and uh, 10 yards and Katon Thompson, one of which was, of course, a touchdown. Uh, they did a really good job on Katon Thompson. I mean, he was the number one wideout coming into the game, and he only had eight grabs for 55 yards, and nobody else really did anything. You know, they only had 138 yards receiving. You know, they had 149 on the ground, but Syracuse, again, stayed the course, made the plays when they needed to, and they got out of there with a win. And now, go beat Wagner, 5-0, and and then we see what they do against the gauntlet. I cannot wait to see what happens after this week. Mike Lindsley with you here. It's an ML Sports Platter episode. Please download, subscribe, rate, and review the podcast wherever you get podcasts on your smartphone device. We are brought to you by our terrific friends over at Stanley Law Offices and Brian Comboy of Mass Mutual New York State. Get your tax-efficient retirement planning right now. It is terrific. Brian has got us set up. We're very happy uh, with uh, with the plan. And, uh, hey, look, you might be retiring. You might have a youngster going to college. Uh, whatever the case is, whatever the situation is, definitely, definitely, definitely uh, go with Brian Comboy at Mass Mutual New York State. Also, tip of the cap, thank you to... 
our good friends over at Rosie's Corner and Burton Ace Hardware. They have autumn savings going on right now at Burton Ace Hardware, Route 11. This place literally has everything and anything you need for your home. Don't forget when Syracuse football wins, they'll make a Facebook post and you basically just mention that you saw the post. You get 20% off any one item. And don't forget to stop by Burton Ace Hardware today to browse the collection of steel leaf blowers. Yes, they've got great deals going on. With, uh, with leaf blowers, they've got mums hanging outside. Um, they've got terrific, terrific products, man, inside and outside your home. Solo stoves, pizza ovens, bird seed. It's all there at Burton Ace Hardware, a proud ML Sports Platter sponsor. Thanks again for listening. As I always tell you, enjoy the games. Before sunrise, Burn Dairy and Deli is preparing to fuel your day with hot coffee, donuts, muffins, breakfast sandwiches, and other morning staples. For lunch, grab a giant deli sandwich made the way you like it. Pizza, wings, wraps, or a fresh salad. Plus, something to wash it down. Then pick up dinner or a sweet treat and other pantry essentials. Now you can get your Burn Dairy and Deli favorites delivered with DoorDash. All day, every day, you can count on Burn Dairy and Deli. It's all good. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.